How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on. We talk about basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happens. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a Riggs and Alley Rewind. This is on the TV, to the movie screen, and everywhere in between. This is the Hollywood Dirt with Allie. So this is kind of crazy. Now, I don't necessarily expect you to know who this guy is, but Sean Bradley played for the Dallas Mavericks, was 7'6". Well, is That's the only reason I know who he is, because he's so damn tall. So tall. And he was even in Space Jam. Michael Jordan and him were good enough friends that Michael Jordan asked him to be in Space Jam. So Sean Bradley, uh, 48 years old. He was at Nira's house in Utah in January, we're just now finding out. He was riding his bike because he's retired. He's 48. He was reti- he was riding his bike and a car hit him from behind. Jeez. He's been paralyzed with a traumatic spinal cord injury. Jeez. Isn't that insane? And nobody, that I mean, I get it. He's retired, so it wasn't yeah. big news at the time. But now they're months later realizing he is paralyzed. Yeah. Played in the NBA. He was the Storm and Mormon. That was his nickname, the Storm and Mormon. Yeah, the Storm and Mormon. He's obviously Mormon, hence (laughs) why he's in Utah. Yes, I understand. It's all coming together now. That would all make sense. That's um, horrifying when you see those crazy freak accidents where he was just minding his own business and something like that happened. He was the number two draft pick in the '93 NBA draft. Oh, I remember. Yeah, he was selected by the 76ers, but he played mostly in Dallas. So I had his rookie card because I used to collect basketball cards. Yes. Why don't I even... I feel like I should remember this guy. <laughs> Sean Bradley. He's one of those, like, Minute Bull. Remember the guy Minute Bull? Like, those really tall NBA players? They're all tall. That's they're, the thing. Like they're the all over tall seven, and awkward. They're like over seven feet tall like is gigantic. what I'm talking. Yes, like, 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 they look weird walking. Yes. Like, like, they're like a dinosaur with that just stands up tall. Like, looks down at Giannis <laughs> tall. Like, what are you doing down there? With yes. two legs. <laughs> <laughs> like a T-Rex with little arms. It's literally like a... Because when you're that tall, your body kind of looks leaned over. You just have flank flailing around, kind of uh, like a big doll now. So That's anyway, horrifying. Yeah, it is Sean horrifying. Bradley. Sean Bradley, who played in the NBA, paralyzed in a bike crash with a spinal cord injury. Oof. Wow. That's uh, 103.7 KISS FM. We got lucky last night, Allie. I, I, I got to hear. Fill me in, brother. <laughs> Do you got some booty or what? <laughs> no, I did not get any booty oh, last night. Well, how misleading. I know. But I hooked you in with that, didn't I? But we did, did get lucky last night, though. We did. What happened? Last night, my wife and I, we decided to go and uh, have a quick dinner out. Mm-hmm. We went to a local spot mm-hmm. called the Honey Butter Cafe in Franklin. Yeah. They were doing a fundraiser for Nicole, who needs a kidney. March is National Kidney Month. I don't right. know if you knew this. I did know that, yes. The, the, our girl on our sister station is donating mm-hmm. a kidney. There's a lot of kidney talk happening. There's and lots of kidney talk in the month so of March. So much I'm kidney you, but talk. But it's all for good. Yeah, it it's all for good. good. And yeah. she's had like billboards around the city. Nicole needs a kidney like that I've oh, seen she's got around. billboards and everything. Yeah, like one of those okay. campaigns. So we were like, we'll go. We'll support a local restaurant, yeah. support a local 
family. It's a mom. She's got a kid with her husband. So we were like, sure, why not? And at this restaurant, they have raffles. Oh, if you you're ever... a gambling man, aren't you, Ray? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so they walk around and they were like, oh, would you like to buy some raffle tickets? Yeah. Of course. So yeah. for 20 bucks, they were giving 24 tickets for 20 bucks. And my wife buys them. And I was like, put them in whatever you want. I was like, I don't care. Just go right. and put them in some sort of raffle basket. Right. She used the technique of putting them all in one basket. Mm. All 24 tickets. All in one. In she, one there was basket. only one thing she wanted. It was one thing that she wanted. I've it was been this, there, yeah. It was a wine gift set. It was like six <laughs> bottles of wine with cheese and chocolate and all sorts of stuff. So she, she puts, puts them all in all one of them in box. there. We're yeah. not even thinking anything of it. Yeah. We were like, we just wanted to donate to the cause. It was nice to give back to somebody. Right. So... We wait till the end of the night. Yeah. And they start drawing names. And I was like, let's go. We're not going to win anything. Right, she goes, no, no, silly. wait. Wait. Hold on. <laughs> hold on just a second. I'm like, I don't want to sit around for 20 minutes through all of these all raffles. Of the, which normally are things we're reading. Normally we're yeah. hosting stuff like this, reading the raffle yes. tickets off. And so we know how awful the wait is when you're reading raffle I know. tickets. And people are like, just say my number or let me leave. And as like, you go yeah, I get it. Yes. deeper and deeper into the raffle announcement, yeah. more people are leaving because the restaurant is closed now. Right. People have left. You shut her down, dude. Look at you. <laughs> we did. They were open like later last night for this event. So? So right at the end of the night, they go and they pull out, well, this is the one for the big wine giveaway. Like, mm-hmm. this was the one that everybody wanted, so it had the most oh, tickets. Oh, she was hardcore. Everybody was like hovering around the wine. <laughs> and they pull out the name, and they say Riggs, and my wife <gasps> loses it. No, was it fixed? She, no, it wasn't fixed. Not at all. <laughs> That's what everybody thought. They were like, was it rigged because it's Riggs? And oh. I was like, no, it was not. No. So she got six bottles of wine, like what? cheese, chocolate, a whole wine rack, like one yeah. of those fancy wine racks that How sits on a table. How much did you invest? How many? 20 you, bucks. Only 20 bucks in tickets, and you got the whole thing. 20 bucks in tickets, and we got <sighs> easily like $100 worth of wine and wine glasses. And That's so it, fun it when, you so cool when you, you win at raffles. Yes. It's like when people win on the station, they're like, I never win. It's like, but you're winning. I know. You could really win stuff. And I've That's never. so funny. I can't think of the last time I've won something. I can't either, but I can remember buying raffle tickets at a fundraiser and then not being around when they called the numbers because I drank too much. <laughs> no, true story. I yeah. started drinking. I ended up on like the corner talking to people. They went through all the tickets. I don't even know if I won. <laughs> when the thing was over, I looked around. I said, did I win? They said they called the raffle tickets like an hour ago, Allie. <laughs> I said, my bad. My bad. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm drunk in a corner <laughs> talking. <laughs> That's the first time I've, I've ever won anything because I always feel like I'm un- ineligible to win things. Yeah, because I feel bad, kind of. Well, we're only when I'm hosting it. Here. Well, when you're hosting a charity event, when I'm hosting it, I feel it's like okay I'm if ineligible. You put your money in, I guess, but I feel bad taking it. No, give but money. But this time in, I was like, bad. all right. So has anybody else won something out of a raffle or something oh, like this that can top top this? Four one four seven nine nine one zero three seven. That's the first thing I've won in the. Well, a long time. Congratulations. Almost ever. Riggs, I'm so happy for you and yes. your wife. Now I'm going to get her drunk and then I'll get lucky again. <laughs> Not to brag too hard, but uh, <laughs> the wife and I won a raffle last night. Congrats. Felt kind of good about ourselves. <laughs> it, it feels good to win, man. It did, yeah. 20 bucks of mm-hmm. raffle tickets. My wife put all of the tickets in one basket. And you won. We won it. We it's won exciting. it. exciting. And well, we helped Nicole with her little kidney, fund, kidney foundation yeah. as well, so that's awesome. Amber is in Milwaukee. Good morning, Amber. Did you win something amazing? <laughs> good morning. Uh, I did. Okay. I, I beat the wine by just a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> that means a lot, but go ahead. Uh, so I actually won a boat. You <gasps> won a boat? What? What? Shut the boat. front door. Yeah, yeah where did you serious? win a boat? Where? 
So my now husband, he was my boyfriend at the time, mm-hmm. put uh, bought three raffle tickets for $10. To um, support the Muskie Club Alliance of Wisconsin. And, <laughs> nice. Um, the Muskie Club. I love it. Club. brought it up north, and we were dating at the time, and he put two raffle tickets in my name and one in his, and they pulled my ticket out of <gasps> thousands of tickets and oh. raised over $100,000 for what? the Muskie Club Alliance Club. That's and crazy. And wanted to support the fish. And wow. They Did- Hold Wait. my ticket, and I want a Ranger, a 2018 Ranger boat. That's what I wanted to know. What kind yeah. of boat did you win? Okay, so what's the value on that boat? Uh, it retailed for about 45000 What? Oh, damn, girl. So did you take <laughs> yeah, the boat, awesome. or did you take the, the money from the boat? Yeah, what would you do? We yeah. took the boat. Yeah. Nice. We wanted yeah. a boat at some point, point. Hell and yeah. so it was just like an awesome story mm-hmm. that we'd be able to tell for Which, uh, you have to our pay- lives. and. You have to pay taxes right. on it, but that's still way cheaper than a forty-five thousand-dollar boat. What you paid on taxes, yeah. I bet. Yeah, it's awesome. I'm not, no, I'm. I'm just. Luckily, I would I'm kill a, to have I, a boat. Luckily, I'm a tax accountant, so I got it all she worked knew. out. All nice. Out, so it's all good. good. for you. Briggs, why are you yeah, gonna bring up taxes? We because I'm financially about, responsible, Allie. Let us have fun <laughs> talking Jeez. about what we won. You always gotta bring it down with your. Did you have to pay taxes? Excuse me for being I'm financially sorry literate. That your high was just <laughs> ruined by Riggs having to bring up the worst part of winning a boat <laughs> well, congratulations on winning your boat do you still have it do you still use it often oh yeah, yeah. good we still have it um we use it not as often because we started having kids and it's a little harder right. to get out on i it had this talk with, with kids, somebody but... i, I yeah. asked a guy this once i said you, you got a boat you lived on a lake did you and he said yeah we started going out every day yeah and then it would go to the just the weekends we would go out yeah. and then a few years yep. later it was like eh, maybe one day on the weekend and i said <laughs> would you keep using a boat if you really had one. So the next summer. Good. We still yeah. have a boat? Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> right? Well, thanks for so. calling and congrats on your boat. Yeah. That's awesome. Dang. Thanks for yeah. listening this morning. Uh, Ryan in Calabama. I don't know how anybody's going to top that. Maybe he can. Ryan in <laughs> Calabama, what did you win? I can't top that. That's a million dollar win for one All right. of us right So we've got a six, pack of, a six pack of wine. We've got a boat. What did you win, Ryan? I've got, uh, I won concert tickets. Uh, to rock concerts and then to country uh, concerts. Okay, cool. Nice. And stuff, concert tickets. Cool. What yeah. was the best concert that you won tickets to oh. that you got to go to? Uh, Granger Smith. Ranger Smith, country? Is that a country yeah. guy? Yeah. yeah, he's a country guy. Brian from Calabama. I should have known you were a country guy with the Calabama name. <laughs> Damn right, brother. <laughs> we, we calls him well, that. Well, I got to listen to you guys in the morning because the country, they just, they're I don't boring, know. I know. Yeah, it's like a snooze no fest. Ryan, say no more. Okay, we're here for you. <laughs> we got you, bro. So concert tickets, but that's awesome that you're winning some concert tickets. Yes. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for listening, Ryan in Calabama, which is his nope. Instagram handle, by the way. Yeah, yeah, because he's in Caledonia, but we call it Calabama. I Thanks for calling, brother. Ryan created it. I love it. Yeah. Uh, Angela's in Milwaukee. All right, Angela, what did you win? So good morning. Good so morning. For Giannis. Yeah. Was popular. Yeah. I won his signed jersey. A signed Giannis jersey from where? Uh, It was a raffle uh, at a at a bar. Okay. And um, yes, uh, they were like, "Hey, you have to go pick that up over there. That was your ticket." And I'm like, "Okay." And I put it. I put my raffle in a bunch of things. My raffle tickets in a bunch of things. Yeah. Oh, so you didn't know what you put it. What it was for? You didn't know what you won. 
No, no idea. And then I, I must have stuck it under my bed at some point. Okay. And I just pulled it out probably like two years ago. I'm like, oh my God. Oh, you put the Giannis j- j- jersey under your bed? You forgot was, about it? Yes, this was way <gasps> before he was, this was when he, when he, when he first came to Milwaukee. Well, they were like, you know, the guy with the alphabet guy with all the names, <laughs> the, the, the letters. The tall guy. The tall guy, <laughs> the new guy from Greece. Wow. And now I you have an autographed Giannis jersey. That's yeah. Hang on to that thing, man. It's an NBA MVP. Yes, mm. yes. Congratulations on your win. That's okay. awesome. So that's some pretty awesome stuff. Thanks for listening Thanks, this morning. Thanks, Angela. Oh, we got some winning people here. Wow. You see Billy went blonde, Billy Eilish? Oh, she blonde looks hair. so hot blonde. I mean, she's got a beautiful face, but yeah. Billie Eilish blonde, she looks like Scarlett Johansson. She does kind of. When I you was said like, that, I was damn, like, damn, girl, when she posted that yesterday. I saw the picture of her with the blonde Woo. hair, and I went, oh, wow, Billie Get Eilish it, went from green to blonde. Look at that. Get it, girl. I dyed my hair green once because I tried to go blue. It was bad. Oh. I tried to go blue, so what I did was I stripped the color and I bleached it. But when I bleached it, it went like a yellowy type blonde. Mm. So when I added the blue to the yellow hair, mm. you came out green. green. Yes. Nice. Well, hopefully it was St. Patrick's Day. It was not. <laughs> it's not even close. It was in like December. <laughs> it didn't work at all. Oh, good times. So you've heard of like disgruntled people quitting jobs before, right? Yes, of course. Have you heard of the employer getting mad at the employee for quitting before? Yes. This, like this mad where this happened in Georgia, by the way. This guy quits his job because he works in a toxic work environment. Yeah. Back in November, he puts in his two week notice. He's mm-hmm. like, I'm done. I can't work here anymore. I'm finished. Okay. I'm gonna find something when else. When you said an employer getting mad, I just picture someone being like, You left me hanging, you quit. No. Well they made that's how the probably how they felt because he said right. when he told his boss he was quitting, his boss like put his hands on his head and walked out of the door, didn't say anything. He goes, okay. he didn't come back for an hour. So I just left. He goes, I didn't know where my boss left. I told him I quit, so I left. <laughs> Two months later, what? he finds out that the company still owes him money, 925 bucks in back pay. <gasps> oh, no. So he's trying to get his money back from the yeah. company. Yeah. And he goes through all the legal proceedings with it. And the company sends him the $925 in pennies, all covered in like grease and oil. And they like drop it off in front of his house. Wow. Like, how petty do you have to be? Yeah. I, to, yeah. To I, deliver that money to your employee. Is this in the all whole pennies. story? This like, you know stories. what I mean? Like, yes. Like, what happened between these two? I feel like there's right. more to it. Well, it sounds like he, the guy did the right thing by quitting if his employer is being that petty. Because I, lo- I love being petty like the rest of them, but right. this is a little much. This is a little much. This that is like, when like you get, time and effort. Yeah, this is like when you get pissed off, you have to pay a stupid bill and you pay in pennies. Yeah. But happening right. in the opposite way, which is just a strange story. It is weird. <laughs> Very weird. $925 in, in pennies. pennies. In pennies. And his wife puts it on Instagram. She was like, what is this? There's right? just a huge pile of pennies. It's the most How ridiculous rude. thing ever. How incredibly rude How and petty. Rude. Very rude and petty. Clearly toxic. Clearly we, a good place to get right. out of. We will not give you $1,000 in pennies. It'll be in a much more efficient form. Probably a check or Venmo or something. Right? I don't know. But $1,000 oh. with the KISS keyword happens in less than 10 minutes on KISS. This is on the TV, to the movie screen, and everywhere in between. This is the Hollywood Dirt with Allie. Okay, so Riggs, let's yep. talk about this. Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt have been apart since 2016. Five years, and they still don't have a custody agreement. I can't even with these two. Are they just so, too busy? What's going no, on? No, they can't come to an agreement. Oh, she okay. is still making claims that he was an abuser, saying there was domestic violence yeah, involved. Geez. However... 
this is what's crazy. She keeps making claims, but they can't they can't prove them. So it's coming to the point now where it's starting to look. She's looking crazier than Brad Pitt because you can only put so much out there without a way to substantiate it, right? Right. And nothing's coming up. So she now would put in new documents, and okay. they said this may mean it's something more recent, but we don't know any details of what the incident might have been with Brad Pitt or what happened. We just know she's still filing these, claiming that he is doing something that would go under the umbrella of domestic violence. Brad Pitt, by the way, 57. Wow. These day, 57. And like I said, I don't know what else to tell you because she keeps making claims. They can't substantiate them. And then she makes a new one. I don't know who's to blame here. Yeah, I don't know either. Because like I'm a- all about believe the woman. But then if they can't even, we all know if there's no proof and there's you can't even, there's nothing there. What if you, there's nothing there, you can't do anything. I well, mean, it's, it's also it shouldn't be hard to prove. No. What's Brad maybe, Pitt? Maybe hard to prove emotional abuse. If it's, that's what yeah, it was. maybe. Verbal. I don't know. I, I don't know. But they. I just can't believe they still Doesn't don't have it, an agreement five years after separating. Like, your kids are going to be 25, and it's not going to matter. Like, <laughs> no. what are you even wasting your time for at this point? Maybe that's what they're dragging their feet In for. five years? Think about this. My yeah. kids are going to be teenagers. They're yeah. going to be almost out of the house. They'll be almost self-sufficient. They, yes. They better be. <laughs> they're right? 14, get on, do your own. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Like, no. what are you even wasting your time for at this point? Maybe that's what they're dragging their feet in for. Five years? Think about this. My yeah. kids are going to be teenagers. They're yeah. going to be almost out of the house. They'll be almost self sufficient. They, yes. They better be. They're over the age of 14. Get on, do your own. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Sheesh. Yeah. Tough, tough crowd. <laughs> Who are you Sheesh. trying to entertain, huh? Apparently no one. <laughs> Hopefully nobody paid tickets to get admission to this show, whatever you were putting on. <laughs> 103.7 KISS FM, what's oh, up? Riggs, you're funny. So you remember Sometimes. yesterday I was telling you about that dude that wanted me to send him a selfie. Did we talk about this at 7th? I can't remember what time it was yesterday. Yes, we talked about the selfie yeah, stuff yesterday. the yeah. selfie stuff. Yeah. And um, so I said I didn't want to send this guy a selfie that I had been talking to, that I had met, sure. because I just don't know him well enough. We haven't met for our date. And so this guy... Let me. We had a date set up. I, okay, it was set up for last night. Okay, so I was prepared to go out with this guy last night. This, last, this guy, this new guy. Yes. Well, dummy, dum dum over here didn't put that together when she decided her first outing would be on St. Patrick's Day. Like, probably <laughs> not the baby step I was looking to take today, okay? Right. I get it. Numbers are low. We had days of zero deaths. Great. I'm feeling good. You know, I'm waiting for the vaccine, but otherwise, I'll go out. I'll do a little something here and there. Sure. Within reason. You, so, you were not going to go out. You're not going to go well, elbow to shoulders I, in a and bar. I didn't know what to expect expect at the bars last night. So the time came and I didn't cancel till five in the afternoon. I get it. It's so rude. So rude, right? So canceled at five o'clock. I know. Okay, tell me I'm I know I'm the worst. Okay, but here's the thing. I wasn't trying to like play games. I was trying to be brutally honest. And I just said, look, I feel bad, but I haven't been out yet and I don't think this is the night to really adventure out and do that. Did you feel like going until five o'clock and you just couldn't handle it and then you made that split 
second decision because uh, canceling at five o'clock that's a D move, dude. I had been thinking about it for a couple hours, and I was like, ah, oh, you don't want to cancel at the last minute, but at the same time, you're not comfortable with this. Like you, ha- I'm old enough; I can say what I want and what makes me comfortable. <laughs> and Anybody should be able to do that, by the way, you, regardless of age. A lot of times, we but, don't to please other yeah, people, so I went, okay, people, get yeah. out of the people pleasing and just speak your truth here, which is you're not comfortable going out on St. Patrick's Day that's yet, fine. you know. So then I text him, and he says, well, would you like to just meet up somewhere and just chat for a few minutes, like a parking lot or something, which was like a really nice suggestion. I guess, yeah. Because he's trying to still meet up with me somewhere. Well, there's other places you also could have gone that were, were not, not going to be busy. But it's night, and it's dark. Like, I was at Where a restaurant last night. It wasn't packed. See, that's shoulder I was to wondering shoulder. if it wasn't going to be. No. See what I mean? I mean, if but, maybe if you go, I don't know. But, but do you really want to end up somewhere at a packed place with somebody you don't know and then have to say, I don't want to be here? No. Like, you don't want to do that, right? There's that awkwardness, too, right. that I forgot so, about. <laughs> I cancel. He says, do you still want to meet up? I'm now laying in bed because I've made the decision I'm going to cancel. My kids have left. I'm exhausted. He now, <laughs> then after I basically say, no, thank you, yeah. but would you like to go out tomorrow? Yeah. He, I never heard from him. He, he texted me and he said, okay, well, have a good night. I never heard from him all night, right? That's it? That was. I went, whoo. Tough crowd. That's a tough crowd. So I woke up this morning, shot him a good morning text. Nothing. I'm like, nothing still? Tough crowd. He just, he texted me back a little bit ago, finally. Oh, he probably went on with his life. That's what I mean. (laughs) He was like, fine, I'll find someone. I'll go out tonight, do something else. Somebody else, who, whatever. But I just went, whoo, tough crowd. I really thought the guy was going to ghost me. I thought, well, this guy's not taking any crap from anybody, is he? So you did get ghosted. I I, I wouldn't blame him if he did, though. I wouldn't blame him if he did, though. Well, he had every right to say, have a good night, like, screw Because he was trying to make it possible for me to meet up with him in a safe way, and I still was like, no. (laughs) He's like, fine. Which I admit is part of it being the end of the day. My kids are now gone, yes. This is going to be a problem for a lot of people going back out once we do start entering out to normalcy. When I go to the store, like, all the time, I I mean, it's not like I don't go out. I just have not sat down in a bar or restaurant in a year, which is going to be weird, right? Yeah. But I'm ready. Yeah. So I just didn't want it to be a packed bar on St. Patrick's I will tell Day. you, as someone that has continued to go to bars and restaurants mm-hmm. safely, yeah. I'll, they are all doing things very yeah. well. They That's are doing good. it very nicely and cleanly. Mm-hmm. The employees are wearing masks. They keep people yeah. distant. It's very comfortable. Well, yes, it's I It's not that. the Wild West out there. Like. <laughs> I don't picture it as the Wild West. Right. I I'm just, I just don't want you to feel like you can't. Like, well, like you, it was I know the that, packedness of it. It yeah. was, the, it was a packed bar yeah. that was giving me the heebie-jeebies right. for some reason. Okay, <laughs> so, I don't know. But so. anyway, I thought I got ghosted. But you I should guess have to. You are now responsible for rebooking plans I now if you him, want to. Do you want to hang out tonight? Because if you cancel. That's a life rule. You have to now reschedule. Oh, that's right. Well, I did though. Good. I said. I Good. said. Do you want to hang? So if he, blo- so if tonight I don't show up, then, <laughs> then it's he on can you. Really, <laughs> never talk to me again. Okay. Yeah. One hundred three point seven Kiss FM. The thousand dollar Kiss keyword. A brand new one for you at eight oh five this morning on Kiss Are FM. You kidding me? No, I'm not kidding That's you. A joke right now. What you just handed me? <laughs> well, I thought I'm it would be a, a good idea. I'm in a different studio than Riggs, but we yeah. can see each other. So yeah. he opens the door and he yeah. places a sheet of paper in my studio and leaves, and yeah. I'm like, what is this? Yeah. 
Well, March Madness, bro. March Madness. <laughs> oh, hell. Riggs, I don't even know what... I couldn't tell you one of the top 10 seeds Allie, in March Madness. I, I am so, No. I no. couldn't either. That's why I think this uh-uh. is a completely fair... <laughs> this is a fair, <laughs> fair matchup. matchup. Are we going to play brackets against each other? We're going to play brackets against each other. Oh, God help us. <laughs> we'll see who can go the farthest before their bracket is totally busted. But 30, oh. like 37 million people are filling out brackets this year. There's obviously a whole renewed interest in it because last year March Madness was canceled and it's always such a huge part of sports every mm-hmm. year. People look forward to it. The big tournament. It's usually oh. played across the entire country. This year they're playing in all 64 teams are playing in one location. They made like a bubble mm-hmm. in Indianapolis. Like the NBA bubble. Yeah. So it's yeah. in Indianapolis. All the teams will play there. All the mm-hmm. games will be held in one location. Yep. Players have to have seven straight days of negative COVID tests before they can play. So they have to have... Why aren't these people just vaccinated already? So I'm we sure can a ju- lot of them are. They Maybe they are, Probably. yeah. But they're still trying to be safe. Right. Okay, fine. Go so on. So they're saying, the experts are saying, the best teams are Gonzaga, Florida State, and Baylor. Those are like the three okay. big teams that people are saying will win. Because I, I really don't know. And I was looking I at the know. number one seeds, which I saw Michigan, Illinois, Baylor, Gonzaga, right? You can't always go with the number one seeds because those right. are called the Cinderella upsets. Right. So sometimes you'll have those games where the 16 seed will upset the one seed. And it's like, ah, everybody's brackets Where the hell is Wisconsin up. and Marquette? That's all I really am worried about Wisconsin right now. is in the first round in the upper right-hand corner of your bracket. They play North Carolina. Got it. And I don't think that Marquette made the tournament this oh, year. Oh, Marquette. Like, no. I, clearly, I wouldn't have known that anyway. So, you know, we can just act like that didn't happen. I uh, don't see him on here. Nope. I don't think so. Dang. Not a good year for I don't. Marquette. I still can't see Wisconsin. I don't even know where upper they're right. at. Look on the paper. Upper right-hand corner. One, two, oh, three, right. four teams on, down. I was looking on the left. <laughs> the other right. The other right. On the he right. Said, oh, there we are. Wisconsin. Left, yes. Again, but, I could fill this out, Riggs, and I know I could get, nothing Allie, about I could get what's com- going on in the NCAA. I could get completely annihilated drunk and fill it out drunk, and I would still do about as good as I would do sober. So I think I just like didn't I win something one year yeah, doing this? I at, think you did. At, at work. At, I, yes. Oh my gosh, that's right. I didn't know any of the seeds. Uh-huh. I filled it out for fun and I won. And yeah. it, which drives minute work insane. Somebody that knows nothing about sports nothing, has no chick. idea. And then I come in barreling guns a blazing, <laughs> like, hey, how's Who won, my bracket? Allie? Who did she pick? Gonzaga. <laughs> Does she even know where Gonzaga is? Nope, sure no. don't. No. Sure don't. I always pick by the mascots of the team which mascot could win in a fight. So like oh, if it's like ma- the Spartans oh. versus the, the I don't know the the, the Spartans. Who's the bigger I don't know. pansy of the two? Like if I think the Tar Heels versus the Badgers would be Wisconsin versus North Carolina. I think that a Badger would take out a Tar Heel because a Tar Heel is just a foot. So I was gonna say what is a Tar Heel? Anyway? <laughs> the foot would win clearly. So we'll fill out our brackets. We'll see how we do. I All think right. he will probably kick my ass. I'll probably over the place. I, 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 it's anyone's game, right? <laughs> it really is. It really is. This is on the TV, to the movie screen, and everywhere in between. This is the Hollywood Dirt with Allie. All right, so Billie Eilish debuted her blonde hair yesterday, and Ooh. she looks so good. I said she looks like Scarlett Johansson when she turns, like a yeah. younger version. But now we're finding out she's been blonde for a minute, and she's been wearing a wig is what we're finding out. Really? The I, green hair is a wig? The, well, no, no, no. No, no, no. She, apparently, well, maybe the green hair. She had the green hair. That was real. Yes. So I don't know if she was wearing a wig that looked like the green or just wearing a wig, but she's apparently had the blonde for more, for more than a day and was wearing a wig out. And I thought, that's kind of genius when you're Billie Eilish because she was able to go out 
without being recognized. Without being recognized all this time. She's not touring. She's not doing any of this stuff. Sure, with blonde hair, you see her at a restaurant, you can be like, are you Billie Eilish? I get get that a lot. No, I'm not, though. Thank you. (laughs) So she probably dyed her hair blonde, right? And then wore a wig or when she had to do appearance or videos, let's say. Maybe she's on Ellen or something that day, right? And then could go back to the blonde and move on. But now we've seen it. So now it's been debuted. But I think it's interesting that she uh, kept it a secret for a while and just wore a wig around. <laughs> She's known for the green hair, though. I kind of well, like the green. Yeah. She's, I, I, you get an identity. Billie Eilish, it's her eyes. You start to get an identity with your hair color. Like our midday girl, she... Julia, she got the purple hair. Yeah. But uh, do you want that to be your whole... I, like right? That's, or do you want them to remember you because you. you're awesome? Because you're awesome. Or is it your hair? Regardless and Billie Eilish hair. is pretty awesome, so it's not just her hair. Agreed. You know what I mean? Agreed. But hey. All right. So congrats, Billy. <laughs> For having blonde <laughs> For having hair way blonde longer hair. than any of us knew. What the hell? And a natural one, if that. Right? Guess, right? Should this guy let his ego go, or should he mm. actually take this little nice helping hand that's being given to him? Well, tell me the story. It's 103.7 KISS FM. I'm glad that I don't have kids so I don't have to deal with things like this. <laughs> because I can only imagine having to raise kids right. and then having a job and mm-hmm. having to you know, pay for them and everything and yeah. then lose the job and not be able to pay for them. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine what that's like. I know, I know. And this is what happened to uh, our listener, Lance, that sent in a, a message. Okay. Lance says, a year after the pandemic caught up with me and I was let go from my job last week. Mm. Over, the last, over the past weekend, my wife and I had dinner at her brother's house. They live on Lake Drive. Sick house. They're loaded. Fun. (laughs) Over the course of the evening and after some drinks and after some grim outlooks on my career moving forward, her brother offered to help pay for some things to get us through. Mm. Maybe childcare for our two kids. He even offered to have them come and stay at their house with their live-in nanny. He has a live-in nanny at their Lake Drive house. (laughs) Hell yeah, that's the life. (laughs) Lance says, well, I appreciate the offer. I don't want any handouts, and I don't want to feel like I owe him anything. He insists that he doesn't want repayment, but I just can't bring myself to do that. Hmm. We got our stimulus check. I think we'll be okay at least for a little while. My wife thinks I'm being ridiculous Mm. and that I should just take the family help. Mm -hmm. What should I do? Accept the help from my brother-in-law or tough it out on my own? Well, and you know, the wife doesn't care because it's her brother. So it's like, we're not afraid to take from our siblings. Like That doesn't feel bad a lot of the time. You know, we're like, oh, it's my sister and my brother. I can totally take this and not feel bad. But as a man, there's this little thing that's been implanted in our brain, and it's part of why men are so bad with their mental health, because mm-hmm. we feel like we have to carry the family and like be the no. provider and everything. Yeah, which is And nonsense. we want to be able to do it on our own. And I don't need anyone to help me. I got this on my own. We so do it with emotions all, all this, the time. You yes. build up all this pressure in your mind yeah. that you have to be this provider. Yeah. Why would I take an olive branch as somebody reaching out a hand for help? Right. Like Men do that with mental health. They're mm-hmm. like, I have issues, but I'm not going to reach out for help. Yeah. Why would you do like this? Here's a guy that's offering to help help pay for things. I would feel a little weird doing it too, honestly, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it feels weird to take money from somebody, right. especially when you're like, I've got but two kids. I'm an adult. I should be able to take care of things Yeah, but it's not on your fault you lost your job. I, I know. Don't, I, we don't think. <laughs> so right. We don't know why he lost his job. But you know what I mean? Yes. Lance is not a Milwaukee it. County judge, thank God. Because what goes around comes around, so one day you will in some way, hopefully, be able to repay that back in a different form. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But it's just not today. It's just money, man. It, it's, Money's a weird situation, I, know, I think. And I when know. money and family get together, Ooh. 
Mm, that can be I sticky. Know. I know. I know. I know what so, you're saying as an adult. So I'm wondering, what do you think he should do? Should Lance take the money from the brother-in-law, or should he rough it out on his own? Take it. <laughs> Sounds like the brother-in-law doesn't care. And Sounds he's like not, it's, it's not going to, if he's that loaded. If he's got one of those houses on Lake yeah. Drive, like one of them that I'm like, thinking, okay. those are amazing. I have a, you can't, she's going to kill me for saying this. I have a rich sister, uh-huh. okay, it, who does not live here, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I have a rich sister. I have a rich sister, and she gets really <laughs> mad when I tell people that, but she's a lawyer. She's a damn good lawyer. Yeah. She doesn't live here. She and her husband both have plenty of money. They're yeah. both lawyers for big firms. Right. I wouldn't hesitate if she if she gave me money. I'd be like, like if you got let go tomorrow from your job. Uh huh. And she said, "Let me help you for a yeah. little bit." I would accept it because I would know that she can afford to help you to help me, and that I could figure out a way to repay it back, whether it's literal money or something else another yeah. day. You know, mm-hmm. watching her so, kids sometime. But how do you pay back a rich person? <laughs> I don't. That's what I mean. You'd have what to do you like. Do? You'd have to go do something for them. Like There's I guess I'll come tip. and install your new floor in your bathroom if right. you need. I don't know how to do that, but I. Totally Totally would. I can mow your grass this summer, maybe. I don't know. I'll, I'll mow you. I'll mow, <laughs> I'll mow your, your lawn. Four one four seven nine nine one zero three seven. What do you think uh, our friend Lance should do? Should mm. he take the handout or not? Your calls and your texts. We'll talk to you next. Hold on. We were just talking about our friend Lance, who wrote us in an email. Mm-hmm. He's reluctant to take a family handout from his wife's brother. Right. He just lost his job last mm-hmm. week, so mm-hmm. he's wondering what the hell to do. Four one four seven nine nine one zero three seven. You can call or you can text. Do we have people on the phone? Like uh, to we have do actually. Actually, we morning. have Erica in Port Washington. I hope I didn't freak her out when I said we're going to put you on the air. <laughs> Erica. She was like, uh, but, uh, okay. Erica, good morning. <laughs> hey, Erica. Good morning. How are you guys? We're good. good. We're good. So should he take um, money so from his I, family? I personally think he should. Um, okay. I, I'm 26 years old. and I'm a single mom. I was struggling with bills forever. I finally graduated, but... I understand where the pride aspect comes where you don't want to get that help. And I felt like I was drowning, where I was so full of bills. I had um, checks bouncing constantly, and I just didn't want help from anybody. I didn't want help from the state. I didn't want help from family. But you needed it. Yeah. (laughs) I did. I did. And eventually, one day, I just had so many bounce checks that my grandma reached out to me, and she says, Erica, I I want to help you. My grandma helped me. She helped me get a condo. Um, She put a down payment on a condo. And ever since then, I feel like... Everything has just been set into place. My life is getting back together. I was just mm. able actually to buy a new car last week. Yeah. Oh, I mean, congrats. little help from one person reaching out. Changed you. your life. She yeah. couldn't even I get a car, and now she's got a car. It's amazing. Yeah, there, there is people out there who, who want to help, and things get better after they do. And obviously, I would love to replay my grandma. But right. She's yeah. not going to try to break your knees or anything. She's your oh, grandma. You don't have to worry about that. That's the good thing about taking money from grandma. Right. She doesn't. So she, she's not expecting to pay a payback. I mean, obviously, I was in a tough place too, and that's a small help. I mean, means so much in the long run. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. So you've taken it before, and you would say that he should go ahead and take the money. Yeah, because look I at her. She was struggling, and then she accepted the help yeah. for one time, and it changed your life. And it's so easy for that stuff to start to snowball. Where yep. you start losing money, you go into debt, you start charging up you're, credit yeah. cards, you're now depressed. Your men- yep, your mental health takes a toll. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you for calling this morning. We appreciate you listening. Thank you. We'll pass it along. You can call or text 414 799 1037. Good Alyssa morning. Alyssa is in Waukesha. What up, Alyssa? Hi, guys. Hey. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Do you think that Lance should take money from his brother in law? Yes. I think he should swallow his pride and think about his wife and children yeah. and take it. I mean, if he's offering, take it. If he doesn't like the thought of being in debt, when he gets a job, he could make payments. They right. have to pay you back. 
and mm-hmm. slowly pay them back without the interest. That's mm-hmm. the, I would be like that, too. If somebody said mm-hmm. not to pay them back, when I got to a point where I could pay them back, I would still give it to them. And what be if like, you never did? That I wouldn't yeah. pay them back. Yeah. You, just, you, <laughs> you wouldn't, wouldn't have it, right? I wouldn't have it. <laughs> You're like, but if I did. I, but if I did. I've had, this, I've had the same problem where I ran into money problems, and I went to my sister-in-law. And oh, okay. I asked her because they have more money than me. Yeah. Um, and I said, um, can I have some help? <laughs> and she said, sure. Never, no hard feelings or anything, but I did pay her back. Okay. Oh, that's nice. You also asked for it, too. I mean, this sounds like unsolicited money that's instead of asking, yeah. can you help me, rather than here, here's some help. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. Well, yeah. I'm sure they would have offered it, too, but I hid it very well. Good. Well, but you you asked for it, and they, they gave you help. I think people always hide those kinds of things, whether it's yeah. ba- money problems, whether it's relationship problems, whether yeah. it's weight problems. I mean, I feel like people hide everything that they can when it comes to their issues. So Shame I is love a- that you said that you hit it, and people didn't know about it, and you're telling yep. the truth. Yeah. And mm-hmm. shame will get the best of you sometimes. Uh, it d- always gets the best of you. Shame, shame <laughs> makes you hate yourself. Now you're in a shame spiral. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So you say swallow his pride, take the money. Yep. Take All right. The money. Well, that seems to be what the majority I, of people I'm are fine saying with as that, well. What she said. Yeah. Thank you for calling. We appreciate you listening this yep. morning. Have a great Bye-bye. day. All right. There you go. It's one hundred three point seven Kiss mm-hmm. FM. Just shut up and take the money, Lance. <laughs> Just take it. He's take rich. It. He has the money. This is on the TV, to the movie screen, and everywhere in between. This is the Hollywood Dirt with Allie. Okay. So this story is wild, Riggs. Yeah. Listen to how awful this is. What happened to Kobe Bryant's wife? And his family after the crash. So, Vanessa Bryant already had a civil lawsuit uh, against the sheriff, right? Because, remember, pictures had been leaked. Well, my friend. Oh, yeah, I remember that. That's Wasn't how it some got guy out. trying to pick up girls? Remember that? Well, One that's, of the cops what, was trying... I'm, okay. that's what I'm about to get oh, into. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, please, go this. ahead. So, Vanessa Bryant has now named four police officers by name, called them out, singling them out for taking pictures of the crash site and texting them and showing them to other people. So they hadn't they were still doing the investigation and these guys oh. are taking pictures and sending them to their other officer friends who aren't at the site. So that was one way that they got out and they have all the names of these people that did it. Yeah. One guy sent him to another one. There was a security guard who was guarding the crash site. Yeah. Okay? So people could not go near it cuz yeah. it's Kobe Bryant. Oh, please see him this too. This guy This guy, Riggs, he was walking around showing graphic images of the crash to people at a bar Uh. not far from the site. So he's basically showing off, hey, look, I I have pictures of the Kobe Bryant crash site. And this is like the same morning, right? So this is insane. What's even more twisted than doing that is doing that and thinking that people will be, will be impressed by it. Like, what do you think people are going to say? You're like, not. oh, wow. No. I don't think In you fact, are probably thinking. some of those people probably ratted him out, I would think. At 100%. Well, yes. it's, it's not hard, though, to get phone records. No. You don't need... Wait, did you say cops ratting cops out? Yeah, right. Listen, let's be real. No, I'm you saying people need, at the bar ratting them out. You need, yes. Oh, people at the bar. That's right. And you know they got a complaint from a public, uh, just a regular person they yeah, called like, it. Yeah, like, dude, there's a cop here showing yeah. pictures of Kobe 100%. Bryant dead. Yeah. Yes, there was a person who complained to the department that they were they were shown the pictures yeah. long before anything was out. So, so there you go. That's not so. I hope she wins that suit. <laughs> right? Look, it's been a tough year for a lot of people. 
Like a lot of people have lost jobs. Mm-hmm. People have lost their businesses over the past year. They've lost family members. Yes. People have died. <laughs> a lot I of mean, people, people have, have gotten sick. Yeah. Like real legit life problems. Mm-hmm. These are the complete opposite of those. Right. <laughs> These are first world problems. These are you being ridiculous when yes. those things are happening around you. And a but lot we of all do it. And a lot of them are very uh, specific around the pandemic, Allie. Okay. Like what? Like the f- one of them being your glass. Glasses fogging up while you're wearing a mask. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Is anybody that's worn either sunglasses or eyeglasses with a mask on knows the struggle. The guy guy came in here, one of our coworkers, to Mm -hmm. ask me a question. And I saw while he was sitting there with his mask on, with his glasses, I could just see the fog going up and down. And I was was like, do you just learn to deal with it? Or I don't know. (laughs) But it is a first world problem. Uh, When we're out of plates at my house or bowls, because my kids eat 17 bowls of goldfish a day and then want to know where all the bowls are. And guess who gets to load and unload the dishwasher? Certainly not your children. Not, not, not today, <laughs> but when it's happening soon, okay? It should. <laughs> They're going to start doing these chores soon. Um, Again, first world problems. We're out of uh, plates and bowls. Wondering what the hell you're going to eat. I've always thought that's a first world problem. Yeah, when you're especially able to, when you when, don't, especially when you don't know what you want, isn't that the worst? That is. And when you're like, I'm hungry, but nothing sounds good. Have you ever sat there and looked in the refrigerator for oh, a couple seconds, or just <laughs> opened p- cupboards and looked inside wait, and thought, hey, Wait, was the question? Have I ever looked inside my stocked <laughs> fridge with all my food and wondered why what the is there hell nothing am I going to eat? Which, yes, that is a first world problem, Riggs. Which could also be looking into your closet full of clothes, going, I can't wear any <laughs> I of these. Have nothing to wear. I have nothing. Nothing to wear. Nothing to wear. Nothing. I've heard my wife say that, and I go, you're looking at a whole closet of clothes. What are you talking about? You don't have anything to wear. Oh, that's funny. (laughs) So, does anybody else have a first world problem they're willing to share? Mm -hmm. And it's totally all right. We can let them out right now. Because we know they're real. We realize they're silly and they're ridiculous, but you're fine. You're fine today. You can vent your first world problem right now, today, at this moment. Yes. And then you got to pipe down. Maybe you had to wait two extra days for your Amazon package to arrive, and you're furious about it. <laughs> I want my salt shakers tomorrow. Where is my air fryer, okay? Where the I hell is it? it? Is it what still in Carol's stream? Where are the random new yoga pants I ordered? <laughs> Where? Or is it at the Oak Creek Distribution Center, Still. Riggs? Which one? <laughs> There's nothing like when you check your packages and they're sitting at the same distribution center for weeks. What's it doing, What's it doing there? Problem. Hasn't somebody walked into it by now for two weeks? <laughs> Nobody walked past my package? Nobody, nobody saw it and put it on the conveyor belt? Nobody saw it and said, wait a minute, maybe we should deliver this? Nobody? <laughs> 414-799-1037. So, what has been your uh, your recent first world problem? We'd love to hear it. Calls or text, we'll talk to you next. Hold on. So, what are your first world problems? What the hell happened? 414-799-1037. You can call or you can text. We were talking about this, this dumb stuff, right? First world problem. Somebody texted in and said, because you can call or text to 414-799-1037. They said, yeah. waiting for my college diploma to get mailed, which when everyone I know already got theirs. I'm waiting for mine to get delivered, too. I know how that is. I had to order it. I'm getting a diploma. Oh, I've had to do this one. And Which one? This one makes me nuts. When your charger is broken, so you have to hold it a certain way just to make it hold a charge. <laughs> <laughs> I've totally done that. 414-799-1037. So, what is your first world problem you're dealing with? Uh, Leah's in West Bend. Good morning, Leah in West Bend. What is your recent first world problem? 
My recent first world problem is when I'm waiting on Sunday night for my work schedule, and I don't get it until midnight Ugh. on Sunday. Uh, and then do you have to work early on Monday? Yes. Oh, what? damn it. Oh, I would be so pissed. Me That's too. That's beyond a first world problem. That's just bad business, yeah, man. That's just Who rude. Does that? That's rude. Ugh. Damn, is Leah, it... it's not even my problem and I'm pissed. Leah, are there... I know. <laughs> Leah, are there sometimes when you don't have to work on on Mondays or is it pretty much a given you have to work on Mondays? There are times where I don't have to work on Monday. This is even okay. worse then. This is even worse. It's yeah. annoying because Ugh. I'm waiting on Sunday because I don't know if I have to go to bed early no. or if I can stay up. That and is you have unacceptable. To... I don't you... even know where you work and I want to yell at these people. What's the earliest you'd have to be in on Monday? Because you have to wait until midnight obviously 10 30 what okay what kind you don't tell us where you work what kind of place do you work at i'm i don't understand who runs stuff like this medical maybe i'm a a teacher oh you're a teacher okay Ah, (laughs) midnight dude midnight are you a substitute i don't understand we have so many questions no i'm a regular teacher there it's insane God, they can't even get it to you like 7 o'clock on Sunday night or 5 o'clock on Sunday night. What are they doing until midnight? What is the person that's doing? I have have questions. I I have questions. Yeah, I was like, there's got to be more to this. I want to investigate. I I want to send an investigative team to find out why they can't make things easier for you, Leah, damn it. Well, thank you for calling in this thank morning. Thank you, Leah. We appreciate thank your first you. world problem. Uh, somebody texted in, when the Starbucks app doesn't work and you actually have to wait in line. <laughs> <laughs> I knew somebody that ordered DoorDash and it took two hours for them to get the DoorDash delivery. They were like, I could have gone to the restaurant, Triggered. ordered it in person, picked it up, drove home, mm-hmm. and eaten it in the time mm-hmm. that it took for them to bring it all the way to them. Yeah. Which sometimes Which sucks where you are. because I can order a pizza from Domino's and I know that Steve put it in the the oven. Uh-huh. I know Steve got, took it out of the oven. I know Steve gave it to Tom, who's on his way to my house. How does DoorDash not yes. get your food there in less than two hours? You know hours? that Tom is the one that's walking up to your house and putting it on your porch. Right. Do you have no. a picture of Tom? Tom might even have sent you a text saying, I got your food, babe. Maybe he did. <laughs> Thank you for calling with your first world problems. Uh, right. For the record, I've had good experiences with DoorDash, okay? Good. I have, too. It's 103.7 <laughs> KISS FM. We're commercial free, by the way. Riggs and Alley. It's Riggs and Alley. Weekday mornings and always on demand at 1037kissfm.com.